Welcome to the Suit to Sneakers podcast, a place where we ditch the corporate life for the entrepreneurial adventure. I'm your host, Aaron Bins, business coach and Toronto realtor. I'm a straight shooter with a big dose of kindness, and I can't wait for you to write your next chapter. Together, we will discover what you really want, how to go for it, and to get through those ups and downs of being your own boss. There will be real conversations on how to build your dream business, how to take those scary risks, and how to exceed your clients' expectations all the while building a serious kick-ass business without taking yourself too seriously. Oh, and there will be a dash of motherhood tidbits in there because let me tell you, the juggle is real. Let's hang up that blazer and put on your favorite pair of sneakers instead of wearing those shoes you know don't fit anymore. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I realize I haven't been on here for a solo episode in a while, and this topic has been on my mind for a while now. And actually it comes up with everybody I interview with and they say it's the number one thing that helps them through entrepreneurship. And that is building a community. And some of you might think like, well, what does that actually mean? Build a community. Does it mean like, oh, I need to have so many followers on social media or go to all these networking events. Although many of us can't go to them right now. However, but what it is really is Surrounding yourself with like-minded people, surrounding yourself with people who can help you, can pick you up when you need to be picked up, when you can pick up others, when they need to be picked up. And it really will help you navigate this entrepreneurial journey because it can be really lonely. You know, I've told this story many times. I went from working in this beautiful hotel with these amazing people to working on my own by myself. And it was lonely. You know, there's sort of this analogy of a hotel. You know, a hotel is actually just a building with four walls without the team members, without the employees. The employees and the team is what makes a hotel a hotel. It has people, the reason why people come back to your hotel, why they choose to stay at your hotel over anybody else for the way they feel when they walk through those front doors. They know that they're going to be taken care of, that they're appreciated, that there's people there to help them when they need help. It's just, it gives them a reason to choose coming back. And it's no different than you building your community around you and having clients and people choose to work with you because of who you are and how you operate and how you make them feel and how you deliver your business, you know, and Building a community is so important because when times are tough or when you need something, they're going to be there to help you. And this also sparks another story of, I was recently at my mom's a couple of weeks ago and we were visiting before uh, my son went back to school and she reminded me of this story and this story, let's just call it the blue dress story. Okay. So When I was in grade eight, or for all you American friends out there, the eighth grade, it was our grade eight graduation. So this was before you went to high school, the graduation, the prom, or not, we didn't call it prom, but the grad, okay? And I think this was really where I first learned about community and the importance of it. You know, I was raised by a single mom. She worked so hard. She was working in... um, newspaper advertising. So if anybody knows that business, knows how grueling it can be. 
And times were tough, guys. Like times were, this was the early 90s. It was a really tough time in business and we did not have extra money. And as you can imagine, going to this, this would be like the first like fancy dress I would own. I have been thinking of this dress forever. Like, you know, some people dream about their wedding dress or whatever. I didn't really, but like, this was a big deal. And so there's two parts to this story. One is, this was the first time that I found my voice for the first time. I was a very nervous kid. I was a very um, cautious kid. And I always did what I was told. But when I showed my mom the picture of this dress that I wanted, which guys, this was a dress that like had to be made. I wanted a dress that would be made that nobody else would have. Um, I showed her the picture of the dress and it was off the shoulders, right? So I'd have to wear a strapless bra. And my mom was like, no way you are wearing a strapless bra at this age. It's too sexy. And I was like, I'm wearing this dress. And guys, I would not let up about this dress for months. And I wanted it to be electric blue. And this dress hat, I'll give you, if you're nice to me, I'll show you a picture. I still have the dress in my basement. So I want you to envision this dress. Okay, it's blue taffeta, electric blue taffeta, has a giant bow in the middle and it's off the shoulders. It's like that V in the middle goes to my mid calf. And I thought this was like the most amazing dress ever. But there was a real stress in our house as to how we're going to pay for this. And like, it was a big deal. And one day my mom came home and she said, one of the ladies at work is going to make your dress for you. I mean, guys, it still gets me to this day. Another lady is going to buy the fabric. And guys, when I heard that, I was like so happy. And subconsciously, I could see that community was coming around to help me when I needed help and really to help my mom when she needed help. And so as it got closer, you know, oh, and by the way, I was still fighting for the pattern and I was still fighting for the actual type of dress. And let me tell you, I won. Okay. I won. And I was so proud of myself that I kind of had won the battle. And I sort of like, was the first time I really stood up to my mom. And so then it was coming closer and closer to the date. Like June was coming. And then another one of our friends of the family bought my shoes, which were white with white stockings. So guys, electric blue dress, off the shoulder taffeta with white stockings and white shoes. I was like, so fashion forward. (laughs) Um, And then my Aunt Sheila, she paid for my hair to be done, which I had a matching bow in my hair to match the bow on the front of the dress. And in that moment, of course, I didn't realize it at the time, but it really shaped who I was and how I saw community come together and help our family when we needed it the most. Okay. I wouldn't say needed it the most. Clearly putting food on the table and all those things would be like helping the most. But as a young 11, 12 year old, it was really important to me. So I go to the, oh, and my aunt, she also bought me a corsage because the boy that I was supposed to go to, um, 
with the graduation, decided to go with somebody else. So that's a whole other episode, I'm sure. But you get it there. But I, I felt so proud and so happy in my dress. And then, of course, I get there and somebody else has the same pattern, but it was like florals and stuff. It wasn't fine. Like it was no electric blue dress. You know, I think I was one of the only ones that like a really solid colored dress and I stood out and I loved it. And, you know, that's where this whole community came in. And I've naturally, I think from that moment, built community around me. You know, I've had the same group of girlfriends um, since we were in grade six who, you know, went to that, who wrapped their arms around me. I was new to the school, the old school I went to, I just didn't fit in. I had like one or two friends and, you know, they showed me what it was like to have really great friendships. And we're still friends to this day. And, you know, as I moved through my career and I was always a part of the community of the hotel and helping out and I loved it. And then the next part of that is when I was backpacking through Australia, which I have a very funny story in the next few minutes about this or not funny, but is in like how the universe is aligning with you. So when I, I quit my corporate job, I was 25. I backpacked around Australia for a year, New Zealand and Australia for a year by myself. And along the way, I met some incredible people who I'm still friends with to this day. And in particular, I was in a, uh, staying in a hostel on the West coast of Australia called a place called Fremantle. And we were staying at this hostel called pirates <laughs> and I had my friends there and, but uh, there were also other backpackers staying. And I would always see these guys, mostly guys. I'm sorry, guys. It was mostly guys making their dinner, like on a shoestring. Like we're talking like people were, had, were trying to do everything on the cheap. And then at one point I saw this guy make some rice and then put ketchup on top of it. And I'm like, what are you doing? He just, but he just didn't have the skills to know how to, um, how to cook. So I said, okay, so all the people in the hostel, there's a big group of us. I said, everybody give me $5. I'm going to go to the grocery store and we're going to make a big family dinner, a big community dinner where everybody can have something decent to eat. And we're not eating ketchup on rice. Okay. So my friend and I, we went to this, to the, um, to the store, we got all this stuff and guys, I had this written in my notes of a story that I wanted to tell you. And I am not kidding you. I just got off the phone with my friend Tate, who was one of those people who we have still been friends for now. I have not talked to her in over a year, like we message here and there, but I haven't physically spoken to her. And I'm just about to get on a podcast and tell the story about the rice and the ketchup. Like the universe is saying, here's your community, Aaron. Here's another friend who's got your back, right? Who's like, cares about you, wants to know how you're doing. And that's like, I was like, I have to tell the story on the podcast, you know? So everybody, and since then, when we were around eating as a family and as a community of this hostel, we did it like a few nights in a row, a few nights here and there. And everybody kind of just expected it. And this sort of big dining room table became our meeting point. And so that's really where it comes into play is this um, uh, community of people of like giving back to them, but they've given me so much over the years because we're still friends. 
And I realized on the other part of this blue dress story, uh, which I forgot, I got excited about this Australia story because Tate just phoned me, is that it was about a, maybe a couple of years later, my mom, I was still living at home and my mom came home and she was telling me about this single woman at work whose daughter's graduation was coming up and she didn't know how they were going to pay for her dress. I mean, guys, like, come on. I couldn't in the moment. It, it wasn't as a, I don't, I didn't get emotional about it, but it was a no brainer to me. I went upstairs and I got a checkbook and I wrote a hundred dollar check to this girl. I don't know who she was or what have you, but whew, I wanted to pay it back. I wanted to pay it forward to them because so many people had helped me out and I had forgotten I had written that check. I mean, guys, I think I was working at the mall. Like I, it's not like I had like, anyways, a hundred dollars was a big deal back then. And uh, my mom was the one who reminded me of the story about giving the check to this girl. So I think that it's just, everything always comes back to you when you give. Everything always comes back to you when you surround yourself with people who are going to help you, give you the raw truth when you need some, you know, uh, a good swift kick in the butt. And when you create community, it's going to come back. Like it's no different when I launched this podcast, guys. I launched the podcast and I really asked everybody to please give me a review, obviously, and to um, rate it five stars because that gets into more hands. It just helps the algorithm and all that stuff. And, you know, I started to write a few notes to people to say like, you know, can you do it? But I really just posted once and asked people and it got to number 36 in the first week. Like I had no idea, but it's also because I built a beautiful community of people around me who helped me out when I needed to be helped out. And if you are looking to start a community, if you are just looking to reconnect with people, join some great entrepreneurial Facebook groups, join um, a coaching program, join something that's going to have you connect with people to move your business forward and to help others. And you could even offer your services like, hey, introduce yourself. This is what I do. This is what I'm really good at. If you ever need any help with something like this, I'd be happy to, to help you in that area. And it really comes down to being of service to people. And it fills your cup. Seeing other people successful because of what you are helping them do is amazing. And then they're going to come back to you and say, hey, I'd like to buy from you again. Hey, I'd like to you know, invest with you. I would like to do X, Y, and Z with you or X, Y, and Z with you, you know, and it's going to come back to you, but you got to start somewhere. If you haven't started, that's fine. If you haven't really engaged with your community in a long time, go back and do it again and reintroduce yourself and start to build and surround yourself with people and reach out to people who maybe you admire and say like, hey, you know, I'd love to connect with you. How can I support your business? This is how you could support mine. And go from there. It's good. Guys, I've said it like 15 times here. I'm repeating myself, but it will come to you. You know, I've created a mastermind group of women 
where I coach and train them and help them build their business quicker and faster than doing it on their own. The success that my clients have seen is because they have doubled, tripled their income. They are working less because they don't, um, they're not spinning their wheels, trying to figure out something that I've already done before and say, oh no, do it this way. It's way easier. Oh yeah. Okay, great. So you're just, you, you're getting back time into your schedule. You are building um, businesses that are filling your cup up, that are moving faster than you ever believed possible. Because when you are inside a vessel, like imagine it like your community is all these buoys around you, which I think I mentioned on the last episode, is all these buoys around you and they're all holding you up. So when one person dips down, they bring you back up. That's the whole point of being within a community or a group uh, mastermind coaching program where you have that community of people to hold you accountable, to move your business faster, to help you grow up beyond what you think is possible because people see you so much bigger and more powerful than you see yourself. We are always our worst critics. So engaging and investing and being with other people is going to have you skyrocket your business. There, that's why I created the Freedom and Focus Mastermind. It is still open for registration. There's a few spots left. If you want to have a chat and just see if it's right for you, um, I'm totally open to that. You guys know where I am. Uh, and it's really a space to get excited and build your business. And I just wanted to leave you with this heartfelt story. I hope you enjoyed it. Should I show you guys the blue dress? Tag me, let me know you want to see this blue dress. Uh, I think I might just show it to you. This episode is going to drop tomorrow um, because I wanted to uh, bring this to you. So go find your community. If you need some suggestions on certain Facebook groups of uh, people you want to join or what have you that are free and just help you build your business, let me know. I have, I'm a part of some amazing ones. So until the next episode, have an amazing day, go build your community. And thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the suit to sneakers podcast. I created this space because I know it could have helped me when I was making big decisions in this entrepreneurial journey and hearing what's possible, the big vision and those practical tips all rolled into one space would have made a massive difference. I am so glad you're here and I truly appreciate you tuning in. Listen, I'm going to ask you for a few things. If you know of someone who could use this episode in their life, I would love for you to send it along and please don't forget to share this in your Instagram stories and tag me. If you could also five-star rate and review this podcast, I would be so grateful. This helps us get the podcast out there to more people. And the more people who hear this, who are living their purpose, building their dream business, and sporting their favorite sneakers, the happier the world will be.